Hello and welcome. I am Dr. Lara May, a clinical pharmacist specializing in functional medicine, as well as a certified yoga teacher and Reiki master. I run a truly integrative health coaching practice, encompassing functional medicine lab testing, yoga and meditation, and a sprinkling of Reiki energy medicine. Join me here on Light Body Radio to break through your health plateau and come into alignment with your natural vitality. Hello and welcome to Light Body Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Lara May, and today I have with me Tim James. He is the founder of Chemical Free Body, which is a fantastic platform that's doing a lot of exciting, amazing things. And he has had a very interesting journey himself. He is turning 50 soon, but feels like he's 18 with more energy. And we're going to find out what his secret is. But after suffering from multiple health issues, including rectal bleeding, two separate skin issues, chronic acid indigestion, and surgery to remove one of his organs due to serious digestive issues, Tim knew something had to change, but it was only after watching his closest ones die of cancer that ultimately, and ultimately the death of his younger brother, that he finally decided to take action. Tim's journey led him to a shocking discovery, which helped another one of his friends beat cancer and transform every area of his life. So without further ado, I'm going to let him tell his story. Uh, Welcome, Tim. Lara, thank you for having me on your show today. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you. So really what we're going to be talking about is uh, ultimately detoxing and toxic foods. And um, I'm even excited to hear about uh, finding clean supplements, non-toxic supplements too. So um, let's just jump right in and tell us. That's a lot for 30 minutes. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) I could talk about this stuff all day long. (laughs) Right. Just so the listeners know, my my t-shirt says ingredients matter. So I am very, I'm a, I'm, I've become a steward of anything that goes in or on my body or in my environment. And I've become, uh, uh, some of my friends called me like the food Nazi for a while, but I've learned to calm down <laughs> and, um, I just, I just chill out a little bit now and I just, uh, it's a lot, it's a lot better that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gentleness. So I talk a lot about self gentleness with, <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. so tell us, tell us about your story and this evolution that you've been through. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I didn't start out this way. Um, I, I actually lived in a farm. I, I moved back home now. I just bought my mom and dad's farm, literally live over Northeast Oregon. And so we raised cattle, um, Hereford cattle and did grass hay and alfalfa hay. And, and we had a big garden. So I was outside a lot. I grew up hunting and fishing, um, picking huckleberries like we did this year and go foraging a lot, morel mushrooms and Belitis and different types of mushrooms and stuff like that, cutting firewood. So I just really enjoyed being outside. Um, the only problem was is that I was in this place uh, called America that has this thing called the standard American diet. It is full of um, denatured, processed, chemical-laden food. And it has little fancy packaging and stuff, but I didn't know any of this. I thought that the, the FDA, that part of my tax dollars was going to, was protecting me. But I didn't realize that I'm, I'm walking into um, a store that probably 85% of it, and I'm being generous here, is, is poison. So I was mm-hmm. literally paying t- to get poisoned. And so is every, 
pretty much everybody else. Yeah, 1. we 6, all are. Yeah. Yeah. One one point six million Americans are dying every year from processed foods. So let that sink in a little bit, because if you want to put it into context, 9-11 was a big deal. Most people I talk to, if I say, where were you at 9-11? They can always remember where they were. It was a very mm. impressionable thing where those towers came down, the visual Ization of the the planes hitting the towers and them crumbling and the people dying and the smoke and all that stuff. Two thousand nine hundred and ninety six people lost their lives on September eleventh, and you think about that, it's like wow. There's people have a lot of emotions attached to it, and maybe the people listening to my voice today talk this story felt some emotions themselves thinking about that day. Um, processed foods, as an example, um, kills over forty three hundred people per day in this country. 9-11-2996 one-time event it's emotionally charged it's not a good thing you know but if you look at processed foods 4300 a day so more than over 1300 more people are dying every day of processed foods than 9-11 so this is mm -hmm. why it's important to learn what you're putting in your mouth and to understand the mechanics of this but before we get into it i'll tell my backstory so um, I'm a happy guy. <laughs> I play baseball, um, at a high level. I played baseball actually for 30 years. Um, fast forward, I'm 37 years old now. I'm, I'm living down I moved to the big city in Portland cause that's where baseball was. And I just got stuck down there kind of, and, uh, met a gal and had a couple kids and a mortgage and, uh, you know, I, I ended up getting married and, um, and I was a financial advisor. So I was trying to be a steward and helping people with their money. And, uh, it was great, you know, but I, um, uh, the standard American diet had finally caught up to me, uh, Laura, and I had gained 42 pounds, which is pretty standard for most of the people I was hanging out with. Um, and you look around, it's the way it is nowadays. And, uh, I, then I started getting acid reflux really bad. Like I was eating Tums and Rollies 24 seven. And then I started getting like night sweats when I was sleeping and then, fatigue and mental clarity issues and it, every year it just kept getting worse and then all of a sudden i started getting eczema on my left knee so it would get all cracky and bleedy and it was itchy and it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and thicker and thicker and thicker and it got pretty bad and i went to the doctor and i was putting all these creams on and i mean religiously pulling my pant leg up my wool you know suit pants and putting it on and rubbing it in really good so it wouldn't stain my pants and and taking time to do all that. I did everything, but nothing ever worked. And then it spread to my elbows and I started getting eczema on both my elbows. So now my elbows are cracking and bleeding, sticking to my white shirts and staining them. So as an advisor, you know, when you spin around to present something on a whiteboard, people are like, oh my God, your elbow's bleeding. And it's just like, because it's soaking through my freaking shirt. And then the rough part was, is when you get home, it dried, it would, you'd have to peel it off your skin and it hurts. And so it was painful. And so I had to start going to, you know, bandages or wearing, uh, and then I got tired of doing that. So I just went to like black shirts <laughs> so people couldn't see the blood stains that were happening on the inside. And think about this. This is like a daily thing. And I'm, I'm just busy in my life. I didn't change my lifestyle. I mean, I tried different things. I tried high fat, low fat, high protein, low protein, high carb, low. I mean, I tried five meals a day, all these different things. Some of it worked a little bit. I actually tried juicing at one point in time, but I was juicing way too much sugar, like just beets and carrots and apples and stuff like that tasted great but it just i wasn't losing weight or nothing or my skin wasn't getting better so um then it gets uh then it kind of got worse then i started bleeding rectally and that's when i started getting a little nervous and uh this kept getting this went on for two and a half years so every time i would go number two in the bathroom go potty um 
I started, it was very painful on a scale of one to 10. It was like a seven, like in pain. So what ended up happening was I actually started developing anxiety twice a day. I'd get the urge to go and I'm like, oh no, because I knew what I knew. It was like, I was in trouble, like a little kid. And my dad was going to pull out the belt and whip me. And that's so every day I was getting whipped twice a day by this pain. So I had uh, rectal tears. So I'd have bright red blood coming out. Plus I had this dark blood coming out from the inside. So I was bleeding internally as well. And like I said, this went on, I went to the doctor and they wanted me going uh, for the acid reflux event or early on for the Prilosec. And I was like, I ain't taking that. Sounds like an alien. And then I, I'd get the prescriptions and I half the time I went and fill them out. Cause I'd read the side effects. And it was just like, like one of the side effects was rectal bleeding. So like, why would I do that? It like makes no sense to me. And yeah. so I just never did it. Thank God. Uh, but I didn't know what I was, but I was living in fear and I, I was like an ostrich. I had my head buried in the sand. So fast forward, uh, you think that's bad enough. Um, then, um, I'm on a vacation with my wife at the time down in Northern Peru. She was from Lima. So we flew up. Her dad was a medical doctor that ran a big state of the art medical clinic in Lima. And it was his first vacation in 30 years. He'd been a workaholic and, uh, helping people. And so, um, we were just south of Ecuador, this place called Tumbes, very remote, beautiful, enjoying ourselves. And all of a sudden, we're out in this deep sea fishing thing, and I'm not feeling good. I'm just like, I don't feel good. And they're like, oh, you have motion sickness. I'm like, no, no, I I, I, I fish a lot. Like, I've done this my whole life. I've been to the Oregon coast. I've been to Hawaii. And, like, I go, I'm, no, it can't be. And they're like, oh, it's motion sickness. I'm, I'm like, okay, whatever. We got back, and, you know, a few hours after returning home, it was worse. And then her dad's like, wait a minute. And he was like, this can't be happening. This should be passing by now. And and then he checked me out. And he's like, oh, my God, we have to get you to the hospital. So we, um, I've been over at a 90-degree angle because I'm in so much pain that I can't even walk erect. I can't walk upright. And we go to the car. We hustle down to the airport, pack our bags and stuff. And we miss the plane by like 20 minutes. And there's only like one plane every, I think it was every 12 hours or every 24 hours flying out of this place. It was very remote. He's like, shoot, we can't, like, we got to get you to the hospital now. So we rented a van. And we drove six hours down this bumpy road down the coastline of Peru to the next town that had a hospital called Piora. And that's when I went into the 1950s um, hospital, <laughs> basically. Old instruments. Everything's kind of archaic. I mean, we're in a third world country. Mm -hmm. It's a big city, but it's pretty much flat. I mean, they don't really even have big high-rise buildings. There's no money there. And I'm just like, oh, this ain't good. And then and then above me in the examination, light was just like, I don't know, 5,000 bugs <laughs> flying around. Oh, so, I'm, so I'm like, this is in the hospital in an examination room. So I'm like, it's like MASH unit, basically. And I'm like, oh, no, this ain't good. And they're all talking Spanish a million miles an hour. So what they did was, is they sh I should have went into surgery, but he didn't want them to do surgery there. He wanted his state-of-the-art team to do it. So... He had them dope me up with a lot of stuff. I could walk erect now. I couldn't even feel the pain. I, that stuff worked. Mm -hmm. And then he booked me on a commercial plane flight. So without anybody knowing, I was literally being life flighted on a commercial airplane. And by the way, do not attempt this <laughs> away from home. <laughs> you're, right. you're, you're not supposed to, this is not, not a how-to. <laughs> yeah. This is, but her dad was a doctor and he was sitting there watching me the whole time. So it's like we just, boom, we're out of there. We land, I take another taxi, we pull up at the hospital and he had arranged the whole, the OR was ready to go. They were waiting for me. And these people whisked me into the, the gurney and up I went into surgery. They put that mask on my face and I was out. And then the next day I woke up or whenever their thing was all, all over and I'm just like, all these tubes are hooked up to me and I'm just like, whoa. And 
I began my recovery and, uh, it was, uh, I learned a couple, um, a couple things from that. And number one was, um, I don't ever want to get operated on again, if possible. Um, mm-hmm. number, I was very thankful for that part of the medical system because the doctors and nurses are the good boys and girls in this equation. And they, they go to medical school and nursing school because they want to help people, but they go into, mm-hmm. I believe a broken system, but the part of the system that isn't broken is emergency care and the crisis. Now, what most people don't know, I learned this, is that that's where Western medicine was born out of. It was actually born out of war. So it was crisis management. You get shot, an arm shot off, or you get a bullet wound or shrapnel, they'll patch you up and save your life. And they're very mm-hmm. good at it. And we have very good diagnostic equipment. So if you if somebody hears me kind of bashing on Western medicine, I'm bashing on the part that doesn't work, okay, and is not working and is a complete failure. And that's because all you have to do is look at the life expectancy charts today. And the United States is not only not keeping up with the others industrialized nations is increasing in life expectancy, but we're, ours is dropping like a rock. Mm-hmm. And this has been, this isn't COVID. This isn't something Johnny come lately that the steep curve started in 2014, but it's been going down since around 1984. Actually, if you look at the chart and, and study it properly. So why is that? Well, it's because the, the policymakers and our politicians have failed us. The policies they've wrote and they've gotten in, involved in our health, like the 1962 vaccine act as an example, uh, government should not be involved in our health. Our our health should be between us and God and between us and our practitioners that we choose to work with. And then after that, you can do whatever you want. But the reality is, is that, um, that there's no no government, I believe, should be involved between you and uh, your doctor or, or nurse practitioner or your healer or your medicine man or your shaman or medicine woman or whatever that may be. So because that's freedom. So anyway, the second thing I learned was my poor health doesn't affect just me it affects everybody else around me because i ruined that trip for my wife and her dad who i'd never seen the guy so happy reading a book on the beach literally under this little shaded tree and and then he's back in the hospital taking care of me and i felt really bad about that and all the money we spent and time to plan that trip so that was my story and then that then it really ties in that um um, i actually uh, a buddy of mine got cancer when i got back from on my baseball team and we lost him and he left three little boys behind from ages six to 17. And he was 40 when he got diagnosed with stomach cancer. We believed it was cause he chewed, you know, chewing tobacco. So it probably mm-hmm. trickled down his throat, got in the stomach. Okay. You paid the price for doing that. He got it. My aunt died of skin, melanoma skin cancer spread to her lungs. And my mom took care of her in a hospice situation. So if anybody's out there's doing that hospice work, my heart goes out to you because I understand what that is. It's not only physically and emotionally demanding, but, um, I mean, it's just, I, it's, it's spiritual. It's, it's, it's just a tough thing, but you can get a lot out of it too, but it can, it can take a lot depending on how you respond to it. Um, and then I lost my grandma to brain cancer. And so I've been around it. So my, my, my deal with cancer was my life, you get it and you die and it ain't fun. And on the way out, it's expensive and, and painful. So now at age 43, when another one of my really good friends gets diagnosed with this so-called incurable cancer, and he says, hey, look, they don't have a lot for me. Um, I'm going to go to this place in Florida called Hippocrates Wellness Center. Will you go with me? They do a lot of detoxing, which I know is your big word, <laughs> and one of mine too. <laughs> and um, so I'm like, yeah, dude, whatever you need. Like, And I had no idea what I was getting myself into. So January 1st, 2011, we fly into um, West Palm Beach, Florida, we went to this place, and day one my acid reflux was gone so just give people an idea it was like it was pretty much just fresh food (laughs) that's all it was like we're drinking purified water with lemon and lime juice in it 
everything's organic. There's no pesticides. There's no sprays. Uh, they're sprouting everything. Spr sunflower sprouts, pea sprouts, buckwheat sprouts, uh, red clover sprouts, fenugreek, uh, lentils that were sprouted, um, radish sprouts, red, I mean, broccoli sprouts, onion sprouts. It's just sprouts everywhere, right? So they, they actually talk about living food. In fact, I think their motto was, it's not the food in your life, it's the life in your food. So they're basically getting you plugged back into nature, which is what where we come from. They're, you're just eating the or part of off the mothership and you're loading frequency in your body and you're going to help detox the body and do all this other stuff. So, and then, so there's a lot of fresh foods and juice, wheatgrass shots and green juices. And the green juices are actually like cucumber, celery, and then sunflower and pea sprouts, which is, you know, different than I've ever experienced. And they actually mm -hmm. tasted really good. So we're doing this. And then this, I went to this doctor, his name was Dr. Scott Josephson. And he was very fit and buff guy. And he comes out and it happened to be his 50th birthday and I'm 50 now. And so that's cool. But um, I'll tell you why, because he didn't look 50. Like this guy looked maybe 40. I'm like, this guy looks fantastic. And I would have to say that I started looking around after looking at him. A lot of the people that have been working at that place and living the lifestyle, because some of them working there were not, which is the way it goes, you know. But mm -hmm. um, the ones that were following the lifestyle, they look 10, 15, 20 years younger than their age. There was a nurse that I was like, wow, she's really attractive. And I was in my 30s at the time. And I thought maybe she was like younger than me. I was 37. She was 53. I mean, that gal like blew my mind. I'm like, what is going on here at this place? And uh, like these people look amazing. And so this Dr. Josephson tells us in this class called Internal Awareness that the average human being in Western medicine or in Western society has six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material in the colon that we're carrying around. And it's disease causing. In fact, the Royal Society of Medicine said that 85% of all disease starts in the colon. I agree. I've been mm -hmm. doing this work now. I've coached 600 people through this process, nine years of coaching, 12 years on the lifestyle, creeping up on 13. And I, I completely concur with that. So it is the first thing that we look at. It's the first thing we address is getting the pathway of elimination cleaned up. So he's telling us about this and he's trying to sell us on colonics or colon hydrotherapy. You're, you're, mm -hmm. you're familiar with that, right? I am. Yes. Okay, so let's say your listeners aren't because I wasn't. Just It's basically colon hydrotherapy is a colon water therapy, hydro water therapy. And you sit on a tube in, rectally and water gently goes in and out of your colon for an hour and it cleans it up. That's it. You basically just go to the bathroom now. It's washing off the walls of the colon, cleaning up the funk and gunk and junk that's accumulated over the past 5, 10, 20, 40 years, right? And so... I'm not doing it. <laughs> That's the, <laughs> I elbowed my friend Charles. I'm like, look, buddy, I came here to help you. I know you're dying of cancer, but I'm not going to do that. Deal. Sounds like a hard no. <laughs> well, and what this was, was it was a lot of, it was fear. It was my ego. Um, it was not knowing. Um, and nobody, it was, it was a lot of ego. Like, I don't know. Nobody's touching me down there. You know, that's weird. And, um, and fear. So, and that's what big takeaway here, besides what I'm going to share with you is like, fear is what holds you back from healing. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you right now, emphatically that if you're living in fear, you are not going to heal. And that's another unfortunate part of Western medicine is they fear the crap out of you. Like, well, actually, I, I wish they would fear the crap out of you and get the crap out, which is what we're going to talk about <laughs> with colon hydrotherapy. Yeah. But they, they scare you. And when you go into scare mode, you're actually 
your your body tightens up and literally and you start producing <laughs> negative chemicals stress hormones and stuff like this so yeah you literally cannot heal if you're stressed out so if they're like oh my god you've got cancer it's fact that we've got to get in a chemotherapy you're gonna die it's like well, yeah sorry i'm gonna interrupt you so i think that also too that's like i'm sure people have noticed it starts with one thing and then before you know it you're dealing with a whole menagerie of other issues and i think that's part of it too so not only does the fear not help you heal but i think it also creates the disease process that perpetuates it yeah okay Absolutely. sorry now keep going <laughs> no I, I completely agree so back to cleaning out our butts here we go yeah <laughs> so i ain't gonna do it and um so this doctor was smart though he put up four colonoscopies videos Three of unhealthy people, one of a healthy person have been on this lifestyle for a while. So they went up in the colon and took a peek. And the first one was like a 24-year-old female. She had, uh, I think it was Graves' disease or Hashimoto's, I can't remember, um, thyroid issue. And she also had thrush, which is a yeast infection. Now, when mm -hmm. you go inside of somebody's colon, you think, eh, I'm probably going to see, I don't know, some brown stuff. Well, you go inside of her colon, it was all, uh, Laura, it was all like white and yellow white. Mm -hmm. so much yeast overgrowth and i was like ah that's not good you know mm -hmm. i just i just knew in, instinctively that ain't good oh that may that's the yeast stuff and i'm like Ugh. you know then they went to the 65 year old male with uh he had uh colon cancer and inside of his colon was black like midnight like tar and he had oh and he had parasites too so there's all these white worms are crawling around you can see him i'm just like oh my god and then the doctor turns around and he's like hey just so you know, over 50% of the people on this uh, that are here today, you guys on this program, are going to see the parasites exit the body as you have stools. You, some of you will see the long tapeworms. Some of you will see these little pinworms and hookworms. Some of them will, your stools will be fuzzy white. There'll be so many of them. And this is a good thing. And you can see the look. I'm looking around people's faces and everybody's like, you know, <laughs> where's the ghost? I saw it, but, I, you know, it's like, ah, we're freaking out. And he goes, but you need to get them out of there. And here's why. And he goes, those are the ones you're just going to see. But there's more than that. Like, so there's very small ones and they're microscopic. And he said, and they live in your bloodstream and your fat tissue and your muscle tissue. And later, I'll just say, I went home and I was like Googling this or on YouTube. And um, I watched an open heart surgery. And they, as soon as they, they cracked the chest open, did all that stuff. And then they, um, uh, you know, um, sliced into the heart, like a pocket of white parasites exploded out of this person's heart. They were going in just oh to do God. the sur surgery and i'm just like because i was like oh yeah heartworms like dogs and stuff like that so i'm just like oh my god so then the doctor was like uh you know all these parasites are drinking your drinks eating your food they urinate and defecate in you and they have sex and they're laying thousands of eggs and then i'm just like whoa um i'm getting colon hydrotherapy <laughs> and so <laughs> I literally stood up in the middle of the class and went over and started signing up on the sign-up sheet that he talked about. And he said, we'll sign up on that after class. He's like, Tim, we'll, we'll sign up that afterwards. I'm like, no, I'm doing it right now. And I literally <laughs> was like, I was so scared of the parasites that I, I, I mean, the, I flipped, you know, instead of fear holding me back, fear was like, I'm getting in there. So the next day, um, so anyway, that was a very powerful thing. Oh, sorry. The, the other one was a 45-year-old female with uh, breast cancer black like tar a little bit of brown stuff still didn't look good and then the last one was a healthy person and i went they went inside her colon i could see pink lining of the um colon mm -hmm. and brown stuff it looked normal like it was supposed to and that's when the light bulb went off inside of me i'm like it's an internal game 
and I get it. And I need to go to the inside first. So it's, it's always an inside game. And then now later with the whole spiritual practice evolving for me, it's like, everything's going inside your, your outer reality is, is really inside of you. <laughs> it's not yeah. outside of you. It's all this stuff that I've learned. So, and, and I've made this whole switch from like helping people get healthy with their physical body. Now is just like falling off a log. It's the spiritual stuff that I think is the most important part, but you can't really tap in as easily when your body's in pain and suffering stuff. So we want to clean all that up, get you feeling better, raise your vibrational frequency literally on your cellular level, and then, you know, off you go. So we end up doing this. Uh, I do this colon hydrotherapy thing the next day. They weigh me. I go in they for an hour. They clean me out, and then I do it. They weigh me again. I dropped 11 pounds, Laura. 11 wow. pounds in one one-hour session. And the record. This was 2011, the record at the time, and they had over 600,000 people through their door. One woman had dropped 27 pounds of impacted funk and gunk and junk that was plugged up in her colon. Wow. And I was like, oh, my God. That was almost triple what came out of me. And I was a 180-pound man. Well, what was going on? I guess John Wayne and Elvis died, and their colons were all impacted and stuff. And most people maybe will see that person where they removed a section of that person's colon, and it looked like a like a baby calf that came out of them. But mm -hmm. so th this, this lady um, had dropped 27 pounds. And for me, I'm very visual. So I was like, what's 27 pounds. Then I looked, I was thinking, Oh, my dog's almost 27 pounds. Then I was like, Whoa, like this lady had uh, so much, she had enough, literally enough crap that fell over the side. It was the size of a medium sized dog that fell out of her butt. And I'm like, that is crazy to me. Crazy. Imagine how much relief she would got after she cleaned that out. Mm -hmm. my god just the energetics of it just packing around like that's that's a nice little backpack full of stuff for the day hike or something and yeah. she'd been packing it around forever so we go to lunch th the next day and and then i saw a parasite crawling out of this uh this lady's a uh eye during lunch and i was like hey you got a, a parasite crawling out of your eye and she's like oh my god i'm like don't don't get it in your salad and then she runs <laughs> off and it's just like and then other people had them coming out of their pores now why was all this happening because we were changing the internal terrain. We were changing the environment. These para these harmful organisms, viruses, bacteria, mold, yeast, fungus, mutagens, cancer, parasites, they love a very highly acidic and low oxygen environment. And the standard American diet and processed foods and Coca-Cola and drinking out of those tin cans and all this crap, that's exactly what it delivers. And stress and the pollution that we're experiencing today from pesticides, fungicides, herbicides, larvicides, chemical fertilizers, all this crap, chemical, I mean, everything from shampoos to lotions and makeup and freaking sunblock and all this stuff, they they got full, they're full of chemicals, and I'll prove it to you. So um, all this all this stuff and these toxins and and it's it gets it just gets into your body and it, and then it just destroys your immune system, right? So what ends up happening is uh, us is they put us on a very highly alkaline and high oxygen lifestyle and they cleaned out. So we did the colon hydrotherapy and we're doing, you know, um, these all these healthy juices and all this stuff. So we just started pumping our body full of oxygen and, and, and phytochemicals, these plant nutrients and and very alkaline stuff. So we changed the terrain and then they packed their bags and left. Just like if you had dropped off a polar bear or a penguin in Miami Beach. It's too hot. They're going to hop in the water and go north or south and get where it's more conducive for their what they're suited for. Mm -hmm. So as you change the environment, the critters leave the body and you return yourself back into balance. And so we started doing this and I was like, thank God, because I, after four days of this detox stuff, because I went from like fast food donuts to this place and 
I had night sweats, even worse. I was irritable. I had a metallic taste coming out of my tongue from the heavy metals exiting my body. Um, I was not a happy camper. And um, it, my stools and all just, it was weird stuff. Like my body's cleaning up, right? And um, I looked at Charles and I w we woke up the next day and I was like, we did our little routine. I'm like, dude, do you feel as good as I do? He's like, yeah. I'm like, man, you're going to beat this. Like you're going to, you're going to, you're going to make it. I know it. I'm like, I feel like I'm, my arms are, dude, my arms are tingling with energy. Like I want to go do something. My mental clarity is so good right now. I had, I said, I forgot what it was like to feel like this. I feel like I'm 18 again. And I was like, how do you feel? And he's like, I feel amazing. I'm like, man, you're going to heal. And I said, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to give up all meat except for bacon. And we're going to go back home and we're going to do this deal. And, and we did. And I gave up the bacon too, but um, and I'm not, I'm not saying that cause it was a plant-based type of healing thing. And I, I was completely a plant-based person for eight, like eight and a half years. I went back and I tried meat and then I, I went way down. Remember I said I was a food Nazi earlier. Mm -hmm. I eat, I grow my own sprouts. I grow a lot of my own food. I eat very, very plant-based, but if somebody caught like a, you know, a salmon or something canned and said, give me a can. Yeah, I'll probably eat it. I just don't freak out about that stuff. It's a very small part of my diet. That's what works for me. Everybody's different. Some people might need more or less. We let people evolve to whatever works best for them by them knowing how they feel. Like mm -hmm. you, you just have to go up and down the ladder until you find out what percentage works for you. So we did this thing. We came back and did it in 60 days. I dropped all the weight. My skin issues cleaned up, uh, except for the knee that took about eight months because that was a very large patch. And, um, and, and Charles ended up healing himself with his cancer. Like literally we ran the 2012 Portland marathon together six months prior to him being technically cancer free. People couldn't even imagine why he was running in the lymphoma leukemia society fundraiser. Cause usually everybody else was fundraising for a member who had cancer. He was the only one, I think in the entire organization in the entire United States that had cancer that was actually running raising his own money. <laughs> it's like mind blowing what's possible. Right. And, and mm -hmm. then we have, they would have these buffets and then I learned all this stuff and I'm like, well, shit, I mean, everything on the counter, most all the stuff they brought here is the reason why everybody's getting leukemia. It's yeah. all this crap food. And so, but I didn't have that belief system. I didn't have that knowledge and they educated me that. So that, that place is not just a healing retreat. It's a school and they give you like 40 hours of education a week. So it's really about education and awareness so that you can change your belief systems. And once you have different belief systems, and you can look at things differently. My God, anything's possible. You start like realizing like, oh, yeah, the uh, the sky is blue. And it's like it, it's not, you know, green or something. And, and, and you just see things as they are. Right. And so within two and a half years, Charles had completely healed himself. He went on to he got to see his son go to uh, uh, graduate high school and went to father son weekend, Oregon State University. And then his son graduated, became a real estate agent, sold him his house. So Charles bought a house from his son and. We, I still have my friend and now we started both playing guitar and he's still alive. And I've turned my passion into a business teaching other people like, like you, like how I've turned myself around and you can do it too. And, and you don't have to be scared and live in fear. You can just plug into nature and get all this man-made crap out of you and start healing. Mm -hmm. so that's pretty much the whole shebang. <laughs> <laughs> so with all that said, I think you went over a lot, um, which is amazing. I love that that story illustrates so many different aspects of our health and its connection to the food, but the lifestyle, like it doesn't, it, you know, it takes years and years for us to get to this point, usually of 
where we're, you know, sick and, you know, nearly dead, essentially, for us to, like, turn it around. But it can be turned around pretty quickly. Not, you know, I believe in miraculous healing, but in order to receive a miraculous healing, you have to believe it's possible, too. And I don't think a lot, most Americans are there. But it is possible to, like you said, like, turn things around and a, a very small amount of time when you have unloaded the toxic burden from the body and then you maintain a certain lifestyle after that. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that for a second because when I got back, I started doing research and I don't know where I got this, but when you guys are done listening (laughs) to this show, go type this into your browser. Three words, umbilical cord chemical. That's umbilical cord chemical. And you'll see the same studies that I saw that went back to 2005 that illustrate that Every single time they look in the womb and the umbilical cord blood of young mothers and young babies, supposedly that should be the healthiest people on the planet out of all of us, they look for 400 toxic chemicals, like this one study as an example. They found 71% of what they were looking for, 250 chemicals. And 180 of those chemicals that were in the womb of these children, these babies, these fetuses, caused cancer in humans. And I was just like, what? And then 212 of these chemicals cause developmental and brain disorders. And I'm like, then I started looking at like the number one killer for our children now from birth to five is brain cancer. Mm -hmm. And then you look at the, uh, from five to I think 16, it's still number one killer is accidents. But behind that is a tie between brain cancer and these uh, leukemias, all chemical. And so I'm like, holy crap, this is like, it's in our womb. Now here's the problem. The older you are, the longer you've had to bioaccumulate these toxins from the air you breathe and the water you drink and the food you eat and the clothes you wear and the makeup you put on your face and, you know, and shampoos and down the road it goes. Right. So we live in this polluted world, even rainwater today. I think 72, 74 percent of it has glyphosate in rainwater all over the world. Think about how pervasive that is. That's just one chemical. There's over 100,000 chemicals out there. There's 2000 new chemicals being made every year and only one quarter of one percent are tested. The rest are released out there. And if you look at this, guys, it's really scary because that's they were testing the blood serum. The fat and muscle tissues have 500 to 1,000 percent higher concentrations of these chemicals. So for people trying to lose weight, it's going to be very difficult when your body has got fat wrapped around all these chemicals as a protective measure so you don't die. You can work out all you want. It's going to be very hard to lose weight because if it releases too many of these chemicals, it can kill you. The body's smarter than we are. So it's really important what Laura says is like the first, I mean, the first step is detox. We really need to do that. We got to set the environment up to get the pathways of elimination moving, get the flow moving through the bowels, the digestive tract, the lymphatic system, get that moving again and learn what it is. Maybe you don't even know what lymphatic means. It's like your cardiovascular system that pumps blood. The lymphatic system is the waste removal system of the body. It looks kind of similar on charts to the cardiovascular system, but it works not with the heart. You are the heart when you move your body. So it's very important to move your body to pump that lymph. And it works also on water and oxygen. So, you know, you are the heart. So we have all these awesome mechanisms. We got to get them moving again, get that flow going, get all this crap out of us. Um, and, and, and so that we can, uh, you know, get back to like just feeling good and being happy. Uh, it's kind of hard to do what you love when you don't feel good and you don't have the energy to do it and the mental clarity, like I was a mess and I'm just like, sometimes I have to really reconnect with that. And I do it quite a bit when I talk at these shows and I'm like, wow, God, I was, I was in fear. I was, um, in denial. Um, I was in pain. I was suffering. 
and I was I was just scared. I was scared. I was a scared person, even though I was on the exterior. Everybody thought, "Oh, Tim's got it all going on." Like, nope, I was a mess inside. Mm-hmm. So I cleaned up the inside, and the outside of the world changed. Amen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit too about, and you know, I think we've talked about this a little bit, but why can we never be nutritionally satisfied on that cellular level with, I mean, obviously the standard American diet is crap and toxic and horrible, but let's say like you're a step ahead of that. And you're actually, you're, you're eating what you think is healthy whole foods, Yep. but you're still not feeling good. You're still struggling to lose weight because I'm sure there's, there's a lot of people that are in that like I feel like they're making progress for themselves or they're trying to do the yes. quote right thing, but things still aren't like syncing up together yet. Yeah. Well, I will say this. I've done thousands of intake forms and I've looked at people's what they're putting in their mouth food wise. And there's been very few that we haven't been able to find some tweaks to improve on. It, it, this also incorporates proper food combining and mixing the right foods. But let's just say that you are eating healthier foods, fresh foods, lots of sprouts, lots of raw food. You're chewing your food. Well, all these things you need to be doing naturally. Um, so the, the reason why people are having malabsorption issues, um, number one is stress. Stress is always going to be a big factor, no matter what you talk about. I was talking earlier about the body tensing up. I believe uh, in my heart that the cells also get tense. The body just gets tense. When you're stressed, things just don't work as well. There's a, The chemical orchestra is off. You know, fear is supposed to be there to protect you from something getting you and you're supposed to release these toxins or these not well they become toxins if you don't use them these chemicals uh like endorphin and stuff like that so that you can um run the fight or flight right and if you don't burn them up and use them they they become toxic right so always 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 you want to look at what can you do on the daily basis to reduce your stress minimize your stress and eventually live a stress-free pleasant life that's number one so beyond that, um, first off, we have to look at, let's just start from the mouth. People are not chewing their freaking food well enough. It's part of our four core secrets. These, this, I actually have a manual that we give away. I'll show them at, at the end if they want it. And I have seen people turn their lives around. I have a gal right now, right now, she became a, she was screwed up with her health. And now she's a coach helping other people. And she heard me on a show. That manual was the first four things that actually started to work. And they're all free. <laughs> things you can do at home. Core secret number two is chewing your food until liquefied, right? Mm-hmm. So you have teeth for a reason, but you also have ducts in your mouth. There's two in your upper mouth and four in the lower mouth that secrete these enzymes, amylase and lipase that are breaking down your starches and your fats, which is mostly what you should be eating. And if you don't chew your food well enough and secrete those enzymes, you're not going to have, you're going to have, instead of digestion and absorption of nutrients, you're going to have fermentation and gut rot and not so much absorption. And you don't want that. So the first domino to fall um, after calming the nervous system with breath work before you eat, and letting that blood rush from the extremities back into the gut is to chew your food really well and take your time and do this. And by doing this, you're going to load all that food with enzymes. It's going to go down into the stomach. And in the stomach, those enzymes are going to break that food down for you. It's going to become liquid, very easy, less work on the digestive tract. And it's going to go through the duodenum, go from acid to alkaline and drop into the small intestine. So those little hair-like structures, those V-like, and then suck up those nutrients, bring them, pull them into the blood, into the bloodstream to then get into the cell. And so you can, your cells can use them for your activities of daily living. Now, here's the problem is that most people are not chewing their food. 
I know it. I know that 94% of, actually 96% of you are not chewing your food well enough. So there's great room for improvement here. Let me give you some more reason to do this. Because when you, and I learned this from Dr. Gabriel Cousins, when you chew your food well, you're actually stimulating meridian points in your teeth. And hold your hat on this one, Laura. If you don't, I don't know if you know this, but you can actually increase your serotonin, your happy juice, by up to 500% simply by chewing your food well because of the, the meridian stimulation points in the teeth. This There is no drug that you could take or natural supplement or herbal blend that we have or anybody that I know of has that can do this. Mm -hmm. This is how profound chewing your food is. It's amazing for happiness as well. And you're also going to find that you eat less and you're going to you have less less energy, like I said earlier, used for digestion, which could then be rerouted to other activities of daily living. And you're going to liquefy that food better. So that's the first process after the stress reduction. Number two, then we have to look at the gastrointestinal tract. If it's messed up with like your colon, your small intestine can also be messed up. So it has this black, brown, viscous mucoid plaque that it's like a jelly-like substance. It looks like a phone cord substance. Sometimes when people get these colon hydrotherapy sessions, Laura, then what will happen is after the, the, the um, large intestine dumps all that impacted fecal material out, the body's very smart, and then the small intestine will release this black, brown, viscous mucoid plaque that was there as a protective measure. And it's it's got lots of chemicals and toxins, and it's nasty, and bleh. you want to get that crap out of it. People will see it in colon hydrotherapy sessions coming out like a black phone cord. looks like a twisted phone cord from the small intestine shape. And so we need to get that pathway of elimination clean. So those little hair-like things, those villi, you want to you want to start loving your villi. You want to learn about these hair-like structures and you want to you want to love them so much and you like a little baby you want to give them a bath and get them, keep them clean. And then you want to give them good nourishment like bacterium, that's what they love and then put good food in there. So the next step then is cleaning the pathway of elimination, small and large intestine, so that nutrients can get through into the bloodstream. That's another problem. Now, now we're into the cells. Okay. The cells, the problems we've seen with people's cells, inflammation. If your cell is inflamed, it's not going to have a good a job or ability to get nutrients into the cell. The second thing, the cells are dehydrated. If your cell is dehydrated, not enough water in your system, a hydration, then it's not going to be able to absorb nutrients properly, nor get the toxins out, as an example. Same thing with the inflammation. And the last thing is the lipid membrane around the cell. This is the fat structure around the cell, the fat membrane. That needs to be in proper, too, so that, that um, food can get in, good nutrients, and waste matter can get out. So these are the problems we've seen. So we go through systematically, and you know, when you start changing your diet and your lifestyle, these things all start remedying. But there's certain tools, like we have a product called Turmeric 100. It's like a it's a specialized turmeric with no black pepper. You don't need it. It's 185 times the anti-inflammatory action as regular turmeric. And I, there's a whole dissertation on this why it does it, but it it goes right to the. We built it just for this for me. I built it for myself to reduce cellular inflammation. Mm -hmm. A lot of people use it for back pain, all this other stuff, but whatever. Um, but that's good, and we 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 get that. But we have a lot of like uh, functional medicine clinics um, that are using it as their go-to for anti-inflammatory, as an example, so we can reduce that cellular inflammation. And then we want to hydrate well, so we get good, clean, structured water. And then the third thing would be eating high-quality fats, real things that haven't been cooked, like avocados, um, you know, sprouted walnuts, sprouted almonds, sprouted sunflower seeds. These are the types of oils that you want to get in your body. Um, Udo's brand has a, a Udo's 369 blend is a very excellent 
um, mm-hmm. brand. I had Udo's Erasmus on my show, and that's the one product I get from that company. So I'm very picky on what I put in my body. Like I said, I'm a, like a sentry. Like ingredients do matter. And so these are the things. If you have a good lipid membrane, right, um, and all that other stuff uh, that I talked about, we think, think about it. Like if you're starting to eat better foods, then in the nutrition's in the food, you still have all these other issues. So you chew your food really well. You clean your, you keep your, you clean the digestive tract and you keep it clean so that nutrients can get in. You reduce cellular inflammation. You stay hydrated and you eat high quality fats. You keep those things in your lifestyle. And guess what? You're going to start absorbing things on a cellular level much better, and your body's going to reduce waste matter much better. And um, and for those of you that are not eating healthy foods, you're if you're doing all that stuff and you're not doing that stuff, you're pretty much screwed, like I was, because the foods there's no the I mean there, there's no nutrition in the soil anymore. It's been farmed out. They're tilling mm-hmm. and killing the bacterium in the soil, the mycelium. It's just they're it's dead and it's sprayed with all this crap. Yeah. So if it's not in the soil, it's not in the plant that you're eating or the animal that you might be eating that ate that plant. And then we have all those other issues. So put them all together. And that's why our children and grandchildren are now dying younger than us. So you can turn it around though, like I did. And it's pretty easy to do actually. Yeah. Um, I just want to add a couple of things to that. The f- When we were talking about calming that stress response, you know, I have, I work with a lot of insulin resistance and type two diabetic patients and they will be making the food changes and they're really excited. And then they go and, you know, either they have a continuous glucose monitor or they do the finger stick and their numbers are still high and they start to get really frustrated and disappointed. And I have to remind them, what is your stress level? When you, your body is stressed, your cortisol shoots up. Your epinephrine goes up, your norepinephrine goes up. That actually instigates your body to release glucose because, like you said, your body is getting ramped up to fight or flight. Mm-hmm. You know, it has to have that um, that fuel available to it, which for the body is glucose. So, of course, you know, if you're stressed out, then your blood glucose is going going to be elevated then that pumps out the insulin insulin is the fat storage molecule so now if you eat your your you know insulin's elevated so now it's just grabbing onto that glucose and everything you're eating and storing it as fat and it becomes this really vicious cycle so stress response absolutely address that it is not anything to blow off or ignore and then the other thing i just wanted to add on to is that every cell in our body is made up of what we call a phospholipid bilayer what does that mean? It's made up of essentially fat, lipid. And so in order for the nutrients to get into the cell, it has to be able to get through that lipid bilayer. And in order to do that, usually there's a coupling with, like you said, like the good healthy fat. So, you know, make sure you're pairing like hemp seeds, avocado, chia seeds, all those things, you know, with your nutrient dense vegetables, and that'll help your body absorb them assuming that you did the first step which you went yeah. in such great detail on which is cleaning out the colon yeah so. <laughs> oh by the way i freaking love chia seeds i love them i mean they're uh really they're a true superfood like they are. pollen and stuff like that and for those of you with poo-poo problems chia seed water and chia pudding can help you get bowels moving very quickly unbelievable stuff just don't put it with uh crappy milk or something like that yeah but uh, you know you we're, we're this is an important point because we were talking about detox, right? Mm-hmm. 
this is why I, I wanted to come on your show is because I saw that you weren't just about, you know, Laura and I, we're, we can talk about the mechanics all day long and it, it's important. You need to learn this. You don't need to learn at the level that we do, but just understand like, oh yeah, that makes sense. If um, I need to chew my food better and the enzymes and that makes sense. And I guarantee you, you go home and do this one thing and you become very good at it. Your health's going to improve. Just that one thing, just chewing your food well. You mm-hmm. won't even believe how much and how much happier you get because of the serotonin and stuff I talked about. And it just, the dominoes start falling and you start getting better digestion. But the, the one thing that when I started my practice, I wasn't talking about, which I do now, is the, is the, the cells are also storing emotions. And we're talking past traumas, mm-hmm. deaths. Maybe you were beaten when you were a kid or molested. This is a lot. Okay, this it blows my mind. Like literally over half of my intake forms have molestation in them. And I've just random people for years have been coming to me. And I can't even believe it. Then I saw that movie Sound of Freedom. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I can understand why. It's like, it's crazy what's going on. Like, I don't (laughs) get it, but whatever. So there's deep emotional traumas that you're holding on to. And if you're holding on to these, whether you know them or not, or you buried them so deeply, I think everybody should go on a pilgrimage in a journey internally about these things and work with somebody and maybe or you can do it yourself online and stuff like that, but, but maybe get a human where you can get some touch and stuff like that and get these things out. Because until you get to these emotional traumas being released, we're talking about the deepest level of detox here. This is even just as more important than getting the crap out of your colon, which is super important. Like you're not going to heal. It's like, and you're not going to be the best version of you. You're not going to be the best mommy or daddy or uncle or aunt or grandpa or grandma. You just can't. You have got to get these emotional traumas out. Whether you know they're there or not, you need to go on a pilgrimage. You need to go on a a journey and and look and see if you can discover any of these things and get them out. Because I've went through this process and I heard a story where like they said at Hippocrates that that institute where people would come down from like a, you know, a cowboy from Calgary, Canada, and this dude's got stage four cancer and he literally lived out on the range, um, you know, with a metal coffee pot, eating a chunk of meat and a potato next to a barbed wire fence, like that type person, right? They don't like going in town. And we have them around here too, mm-hmm. ranchers and stuff like that. They too get stage four cancer. And when Western medicine says, there's nothing more we can do for you, go put your affairs in order. Some of those people end up at a wellness center like this, de- trying desperately to save their butts. And somewhere along day three, day four of that detox, they're on these new high vibe foods and all this stuff. They're getting a massage because it's part of the program. And this is usually where they will, this tough dude will start crying uncontrollably for an hour to two hours. Can't stop. Un- can't stop because the pathways. Now, here's what's happening. Almost all of us have these deep emotional traumas at some level. Maybe you had a little pet cat that died or something like that or you know, or somebody said something to you, but you heard it the wrong way and you've been carrying it around a long time. And um, it, could, it could be something as simple as like maybe you're 16 and you bought your dad tickets to go somewhere and he said, I just can't go right now. But you took it as like, you're not a man. Like this is the stuff I've heard where, where people have discovered this stuff. And then boom, as soon as they get it out, like literally it's like you're floating around on a magic carpet. I've went through this myself. I was at Hippocrates. I've heard about this stuff and this... I was consoling this girl that I'd met there and we were talking about her issues and her relationship. And all of a sudden she's like, mm, I'm all effed up. And then she just starts crying. And we just, I just, like, she was right there and I just, we hugged each other. And all of a sudden I felt this emotions welling up inside of me, like deep down. It was like, and coming up. And I was scared 
and I probably would have ran from it or I mean, literally I took off running because of my ego back then. But I was consoling her and I just couldn't leave her in a lurch because she was a mess. So all of a sudden I just start crying and her and I were like holding on to each other, convulsing and crying for like 45 minutes. I mean, I didn't even know what was happening. It was like it was it overtook my entire body. And afterwards, we were both sitting there like, what the hell was that? And then I was like, oh, it was like that cowboy story from Calgary, Canada. I go, that's what just happened with us. They, they have that happen a lot here. And they're actually this is what they were looking for. That experience that we just went through is what they're trying to help people get to. OK, it's not just like, you know, drink green juices and improve your skin. It's like get the, get this get this emotional crap out of you. This is the deep detox. This is the work. This is why people are coming here and they don't even know. They come there because they're like, I'm going to, I'm scared. I'm going to, I don't want to die of cancer. Okay. I'll change my diet and I'll change all this stuff. It's the emotional work. And people mm -hmm. have no concept of this because they've never been through it. Their family's not doing it. Nobody's talking about it. And they have these breakthroughs like I did. I literally mm -hmm. felt like I was walking around on a magic carpet. And then I went back and this is when I knew what you do, Reiki. I used to think that was bullshit. I literally did. Oh, that's woo woo BS. I'm not. <laughs> reiki blah, blah, blah. you know that was all my ego well there was a massage therapist in my building that was a uh, uh where i was a financial advisor and every friday i'd go get a massage from her and then i go home i booked it late i thought and then she walks in the room and normally li literally laura when i walk into the room she's like hi tim how are you so good to see you she i've got you know sage essential oils going i hope you like it and some nice music and i'll let you change and I'll be right back in and give you a few minutes. And I'm like, okay. And then she leaves and I do it. She's knock, knock. And can I come in? Yep. Okay. And she just works on me. That's typical. Okay. Mm -hmm. Every time been doing it for a year. I, I open the door this time. I, uh, and I walk in and she's like, what happened to you? Like that. She's talking to me <laughs> like that. And I was like, uh, no, keep you. I just came back from Hippocrates with my second time, 2013. What happened to you, Tim? Um, uh, I don't know. What are you talking about? I mean, she's kind of freaking me out and she's like, something has completely shifted in you and she could feel it. And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, well, she's like, well, I have to tell you something. She's like, do you know why I booked you at the end of the day? And I was like, mm, no, I thought I picked it because that was convenient for me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she goes, I work you on you on the end of the day because I couldn't possibly work on anybody else after you mm. because of all the stored energy that's inside of you. And I think you've had a major shift and I'm very excited to work on you today. And she goes, normally when I get done work on you, I have to go home and it takes me at least four to six hours to recover. And I was like, what? And I'm like, but I knew she wasn't BSing me. She was telling the truth. But I'm like, what do you mean? Like, so I'm like, okay. So she massages me. And I got done. I looked at her. I'm like, are you okay? Because <laughs> I, I don't want her to hurt. And she's like, oh, no, honey. She's like, I could work on you all day. Uh, so why don't you tell me what happened? And I still don't know. I'm, where, where have you been? And I was like, well, I went to Hippocrates. And, da, da, da. and she finally pinned me back to that story where I had that emotional release with that gal. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, oh, good. Good for you. Good for you. Most people never get to that point. She's like, how do you feel now? And she, I was like, oh, I feel amazing. I'm in, and what we found out was we, I, she worked with me and we found out it was, um, uh, you know, I was, uh, uh, it was the child custody battle that I had went through with my kids mm -hmm. and, um, it was very hard on them. And uh, there was all these papers to fill out and psychology reviews. And like, I mean, I had to take this test. It was like four hours long and, 
you know, uh, it's a, it's a long story, but I went through a lot with that. And, um, you know, it's like trying to win and, you know, it's like, you're not mm -hmm. taking my kids away from me and all that stuff. And I was, I've been carrying that around for a long time and I got rid of all of it in 45 minutes through crying. And yeah. I can't even tell you guys, like and I went from like all the woo woo stuff I'm in, like, I will try anything now with an open heart and an open mind. And by doing this stuff, I have to get first person experience. Why was I making judgments on these things? Why was I passing judgment just because all my friends were, and I was trying to fit in. I don't know what it was, but I have completely changed myself. And I can tell you right now that um, this emotional work is all I really, I mean, I, I'm more excited about it. I'm, I'm, I'm still excited about, you know, sprouts and cleaning out your colon. Um, but the emotional work to me is just as important, if not more important, because it's, it's the stuff you can't see. And I like to, I like to shine light on things like those chemicals in the umbilical cord and say, Hey, look, all of you listening have this problem. Now, now I've given you the option here and like, there's the awareness. Now, what are you going to do about it? And now we've right. actually created solutions for them. Like you have too. we have actually have solutions for you. So it's not like, here's the problem and see you later. It's like, we have the solutions and we'll show you how to go from point A to point B if you want to. Right. But there's also something else I have to bring up. You have other toxins in you and it's these toxic memories, these toxic traumas that you went through. And they just as important need to be cleaned out. Just like your closet needs detox, probably your car. Sometimes they're relationships. Sometimes you need to get those relationships cleaned up and move on sometimes or get or both of you need to meet and come back together and fix all those torn down walls in your castle you're building and build it back up stronger. Or maybe you'll find out that your husband or wife was off building another castle. <laughs> so <laughs> you might want to stop working on that one because like that's too much work. Go find yeah. yourself yeah. first. Takes them a lot of time to go find yourself build and get in touch with all that unconditional love that you are and get strong. And then by doing that, you will attract the person that you want. You don't have to go looking for these people. Yeah. So I have a whole different belief system now, Laura, and I've changed a lot and I like to share what I've learned because it's worked for me and it's worked for thousands of other people now. And we just like, I just want people to think and love and heal. Yeah, absolutely. I am. I definitely don't think there's, enough discussion about merging the two the energetic with the physical the spiritual the mental emotional all of that with the physical we and especially in this country we look at them as if they're all separate but they're not it's all connected and i mean we've talked about it a little bit but when you're we when you're carrying around all these past traumas and and like you said you were surprised at all at the amount of intake forms that listed certain amounts of trauma, but I don't care if it's big T or little T, if we, you've heard that nomenclature, trauma is trauma. And, you know, unless we process it and learn how to move through it and give ourselves that grace and that, like you said, the love, the unconditional love for ourselves, we'll be carrying it around with us and it will prevent us from really healing it'll and a lot of us won't realize or recognize or understand like okay i'm doing all the things but why do i still feel reactive why do i still feel anxious why do i you know like there's certain cues that your body and your mind and your spirit will be sending you and so i think it's really important to even just open up a little bit of your awareness to be willing to start looking and recognizing and getting curious 
And I think that even just that tiny little door window opening can be just a, just enough of what it takes to open the floodgates of healing on multiple levels. And that's why I do what I do and why I have set up my practice and my business the way I have, because that was part of my journey as well. It wasn't just a physical healing journey. It was definitely an emotional and spiritual healing journey. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad that you brought it up. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's awesome. And everybody has different ways. For me, it was like, I cleaned up my gut. I raised my cellular vibrational frequency. It tapped me into God through that pathway, opened my heart space that way. Other people might do it through yoga, movement, exercise type stuff. Mm -hmm. Other people might do it from a conversation with somebody like yourself. Just a conversation or taking a course can help them do that. Um, it can come from going out into nature. You could go out to nature and connect with a, a you might connect with an animal. Maybe you do a rescue animal or something. Uh, maybe somebody comes into your life, uh, a great person. Um, but here's a, here's some a barometer to, to look towards or a beacon to move towards. Think about a four year old child, like a little boy, just happy, rosy cheeks or a little girl and how they just they can come in. They light up a room and they, they just they're free. You know, they say kind of whatever's on their mind and they're smiling, they're happy and they'll they'll be just walking down the street and all of a sudden they just jump up in the air and spin around and land. And, they you know, they're just full of that's if you're not feeling like that four year old child right now, I guarantee you, you've been conditioned by society and by your parents and you've been beaten down and told what you're supposed to do and this stuff and you actually believe it. And then that's all we're talking about here is just clearing all that crap out of the way. Because at the, at the end of the day, like the sun that shines, that's all we are is unconditional love. And all that stuff, the reason why you can't, it's always there. You, you That's all you are. You might not feel it right now. You just have clouds in the way. Sometimes clouds get between us and the sun. And you can't see the sun, but we know it's there. It Where'd it go? It, it's right behind the clouds. The clouds, oh, the clouds part, boom, there it is. So if we can spend our time in getting smart about brushing these clouds out of the way, and a lot of times understanding that most of these other people's garbage is their garbage. Why are we packing it around? It's not even ours. And lightening that load, mm -hmm. it really is about flow. If I'm, I'm thinking about it, it's like everything in life that you want to do and become is already a done deal. You just need to vibrate into it. We're, we keep away the stuff that's trying to get to us and we're holding on to the things that are not serving us. So if you're going to start just opening your heart and allowing things to come to you, and let set that baggage down and walk away from it. It's not yours. And let go of the things that are holding you. You're going to feel lighter. And so this emotional process, um, I believe, like crying and stuff, very good. Especially for you guys out there listening. Like, you know, I'm 50 years old. I grew up hunting and fishing, chewing tobacco, playing baseball, rough and tough, lifting weights, you know, you know, bench pressing 365 pounds, all this type of stuff. I do jujitsu now. I rock climb. I trail run, um, you know it's not not being manly doing this it when you're not in touch with your feelings you're not a man i guarantee you, your freaking wife or your spouse isn't going to be as happy with you as she could be if you could start getting in touch with your feelings a little bit more um hopefully a lot more we need actually i'm a part of a, a heart-centered man's men's group and it's it's amazing it's amazing yeah. and there's thousands of us in it now thousands and guys are waking up that it's like being this rough macho john wayne bs is it's a, uh, it's a sad life. And then you see them at the end of their life, they're crying. And then they finally say, I love you. And, and, and they, or they, they, you know, they've been a dick their whole life. And then all of a sudden, you know, they forgive the son. The son's like, my dad finally forgave me and himself and apologized. 
15 minutes before he died. <laughs> it's like, yeah. why wait? Why wait? Let's, <laughs> let's do it now. Let's drop all that crap and connect with the people that we love and get that ego out of there. And then just understand that that's all we are is love. Yeah. I mean, there's, I, I think this is talked about more and more lately is this epidemic of loneliness that is, you know, really coming to the forefront. But what, again, what I don't think is talked about enough is how it's affecting the men in our lives and, and in the country and in our families. And I really, you know, we all need support and just creating those communities where you can be comfortable, you can have support, you can get that unconditional acceptance and love and compassion and a safe space. Because again, that's going to also help us move through, heal and release these traumas because so many of us were not given a safe space or, you know, um, so we built walls. Yeah. So I think, I think that's great. That's, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's some of the most important work we can do if you want to even call it work. Um, it's, it's, I can't, I mean, it's actually bio, it's, it's biological too, because mm -hmm. the reality is, is that you and I, we don't have big, long claws and teeth and we don't run that fast and hear that well compared to other creatures out in nature. So if we were out there in nature, which we were for a long time by ourselves, we get picked off very quickly. So we stuck together in tribes and that's the most important thing. And I saw that you have the vibe tribe. Right. Yes. So it's very important um, that we stayed together because that's how we existed. And so we're literally programmed to be together, just like an ant colony. Ants together are a single organism. But when ant goes off, they're done because they need to be part of that ecosystem that that uh, the, the parts. Right. The sum mm -hmm. of the parts. And if you look at um, uh, like the blue zones, as an example, uh, the places around the world where people have the highest percentage of centurions the longest living people on the planet that made it over 100 years old um loma linda california okinawa japan uh, sardinia uh you know costa rica all these different places the number one uh, the four top traits of all those places the four things that they were all doing number one two three four number one was uh lifelong friends that goes right back to the tribe and the support piece like you have to have people that love and support you and be around people. You can't be a, a, a you know, there's a, there is a time to go to, for isolation and reflection and stuff like that. And, but there's also, we're, we're very, you know, uh, tribal number mm -hmm. two was respecting elders. So that gets into tribal as well. Uh, number three was, um, 80% plant-based diet or greater. What we talked about earlier, you should be eating fresh foods, mostly plants. And number four, or excuse me, that was number, th number three was moving your body daily. I think, or no, maybe that was it. Number four was moving your body daily. Yeah. So daily exercise, they move their body. Mm -hmm. So simple, like hang out with people you love and respect the older people and, and, um, you know, eat lots of fresh food and move your body. Yeah. It's magic. <laughs> well, Tim, thank you so much. I appreciate all your time and expertise today. Tell people where they can find you. Um, I think we'll definitely have to have you back because like you said at the beginning, there was a lot to cover and I feel like we barely scratched the surface. So. Yeah. We didn't even get to talk about supplements. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll show you why you want to avoid 98.7231% of them. <laughs> so we'll get yeah. on next time and talk about that. But um, probably the best place to find me is at chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. Our website's there. Um, we have 
uh, our, you know, I saw that you were into Ayurvedic medicine and stuff like that. All of our formulas are actually uh, put together by Dr. Scott Treadway is our doc. And he, um, he studied Ayurvedic medicine. So that's 10,000 years of biological engineering system science. Uh, he's a former uh, Marine actually too, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Uh, a lot of love out there for the veterans that went over there and risked their lives and stuff for whatever mm -hmm. reason. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we just know stuff's going to work. And if it doesn't, we just, we issue, I actually have a double your money back guarantee on all of our products. So I'm, I'm very confident in what docs, we've been doing this for a long time. So we have products to help people get their gut cleaned out, get the toxins out of the cells, um, flood the body with nutrition. Um, I have a lot of stuff to share with you. Like we have some like literally breakthrough stuff, like our silver products basically made all the colloidal silvers obsolete. Um, oh, cool. Under our shop tab, there's a link called Tim's Favorites. There's a sauna in there that actually broke a natural law. Like, and I had like a, I don't know, $5,500 sauna. And after 10 minutes in this one, next day I sold my $5,400 sauna. I've never looked back. So if I find something better, I pivot immediately. And we've sold probably thousands of those saunas now. And the cool thing is, is they're $1,400. And nice. way more affordable for people. And then we got that... Um, that afterpay deal put on there so people can make four payments now without interest. So it's totally doable now for anybody. Um, or, you know, just uh, go sell some cans, um, sell, sell your couch. I guarantee you, your couch is not giving you as much relief as a sauna. Well, it's unbelievable, dude, actually yeah. for your coaching program. Like mm -hmm. I don't even, I won't even take on a client now, a one-on-one -on -one client. We have other coaches that will, will take people on without doing this, but I won't take them on unless they get that sauna. So I found all these cool things for my own health that really allow me to be able to to trail run and rock climb and yoga, all these different things that I do and, and stay feeling like super young. And some, a lot of them don't have to cost money either guys. A lot of these are free. It's like making flax water or chia water and chewing your food until liquefied and doing some breath work before you eat and calming your nervous system. Some of this stuff is like super free. Uh, but I also have a podcast called the health hero show. Um, it's on all the major platforms. We give a lot of free information there. I have a really cool guest. Uh, Laura will probably have you on, so check her out. She'll be right on our show soon. And then um, uh, I, I'm on you know, social media now. We're just starting that, so it's on Instagram. And, and I can't even believe I'm going to say this, but we're on TikTok. So. But, <laughs> but, but whatever. It's like I'm going to use these use these methods because Facebook like took my life feature away a long time ago and banned me and all this stuff because I talk about truth and health and freedom and, and love and you know, things that make sense in nature. They really don't like that. So no, I, they don't. <laughs> I lost my YouTube channel, so you won't find me there. They banned me after I got three strikes and you're out. And they never tell me why. It just you've you've violated the guidelines. Like, what did I do? Nothing. It's like, tricky. yeah, so it's like whatever. But anyway, so all those places. And, um, you know, I hope you guys try out some of the products. We have a place to get discounts to under the shop tab. Look for bundle specials. Those are all discounted. And again, we have a double your money back guarantee. We've got a great customer service team. So we'd love to help you. And we're a small family owned company and uh, we're growing and we're growing because uh, results. That's what we deliver. We help people get results and it's not magic. It's it's just basic biology and common sense and, and education. Mm -hmm. So we're really about educating people. And I think I've done it the slow way, but because uh, I'm not really that good of an online marketer type person, but um i we have great clients and we have great listeners on our show and um hopefully we've impacted somebody here today that's listening has got inspired and i hope that you take action on something that you heard that was new that got you excited or maybe we're, uh, laura and i reminded you of something that you 
did before, but you forgot about it. Now you got to get back on the horse or whatever. We're just here to love and support you and be part of your tribe. Yeah. Awesome. Well, again, Tim, thank you so much. Definitely head over to chemicalfreebody.com. Check out, um, you know, everything in his shop and the supplements, the services. We will have Tim back to really dive into this whole concept of finding a good supplement and, and why, you know, there's, there's always something more to be uncovered and learn about. I think when it comes to our food and drug and cup supplement industries, and especially, you know, me, I'm a, also a pharmacist. So I, it's one of the reasons I have this show is to bring light to where the shadows live in these industries, because we need to be aware. We need, we need to be informed if we really want to help and heal ourselves. And I believe we are our own best healers ourselves, yes. e each individual, take that power back for yourself. Now own that, that you are your own best healer. And then start, you know, informing yourself and educating yourself. So anyway, thank you, Tim, so much. I really appreciate your time again. And uh, we will we'll have you back. Awesome. My pleasure. Be well.